Hello everybody and welcome again to weekly inspiration portion of the week is Be'ar Be'chukotai, a very powerful parasha and we're going to address um, one subject and the subject of uh, Shemitah and as we, I'm sure you, you all know that Shemitah, the mitzvah of Shemitah is in, uh, is in Eretz Israel. it's not uh, so much in um, in, uh, in outside, not, not so much, not at all, in the outside of Eretz Israel. And we need to fully understand this whole idea of Shemitah. The basic, those of you who don't have time to listen to the whole lecture, uh, Shemitah is uh, every seven years. Every seven years, basically, you, the land take a break. You don't work the land in Eretz Israel, in Israel. Six years, you can work the land. Seven years, in the seventh years, you take a break, you cannot basically you work the land and again in the eight years you work the land again and of course this is going on for seven times seven similar to the Sfirat Omer, the counting of the Omer and then in the in the 50 years that's called the Jubilee, the, 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 the Yovel which is reaching the level of Bina and at that time all slave uh, go home everything go back to Shosho to, to, to his roots, everything is going back to wherever it's come from, which is the level of Bina. Because seven times seven, we are fixing something. Well, what are we fixing, basically? We are fixing, I mean, the whole idea of something called Malchut. Now, what is that idea that uh, uh, called Malchut? We need uh, fully to understand that. Malchut is our desire. Within everything in this universe, there is a desire. There is desire. Now, those of you who are new to this wisdom, what is a desire? A desire is a force that receives all the nourishment that the Creator wants to fulfill, to give to this universe. So the original desire that uh, uh, created by God, by the Creator, it's a beautiful thing. That through that, there is a tool that the Creator can share everything that the Creator wanted to share. And by doing that, there is a fulfillment. But because there is a lot of procedure that happened since creation, those of you who follow a little bit deeper meaning of Kabbalah called Tzimtzumim, for that reason, those desires need to be corrected. Every time we want something, we have to correct that desire. The same is for the land. The land, you, you, you work the land, you, you plant the seed, you, you harvest for six years only. But the seventh, no, the seventh you cannot work the land because the seventh represents the desire of the land and the desire of the human being, how it's correlated to the desire of the land. Land, human, Adam et Sasadeh, as it's written that the human is like a tree. So we need to learn more about it. We're going to get deep into it. But on a superficial level, maybe on a simple level, if you want to grow to the next level, there is timing to do that. There is the right time when things are elevated by themselves, like Shabbat. Shabbat is also the seventh day of the week. 
six days you work on yourself and the seventh day you enjoy what you work on yourself so you need to uh, fully understand that the whole idea of our work in this beautiful universe is working on our desire and we need to work on how we want why we want and how to receive what we want without hurting our body or our soul or our environment because if we are not um, capable we are not capable to elevate above our desire then unfortunately uh, whatever we receive doesn't bring a blessing for that reason you know it's almost like you riding on a hot air balloon it's a beautiful experience but can you experience the land while you're riding on a hot air balloon no you're either on the land you're either on a hot air balloon so the shemitah the seventh years that we take in break in israel from the land or the jubilee when you kind of bought a slave you gotta let the slave go or uh, people owe you money you gotta let it go during the jubilee according to the torah so all of those things that we are talking about is the let go but it's it seems like you're losing something by let go because in the seventh year if you don't work the land so what's going to happen after are you going to have money if you're a farmer so the point it's it's a secret it's a very similar secret that you elevate yourself to a, a, a another dimension that in that dimension the fulfillment and the goodness of the creator revealed itself but it's only for people who let go of the land to let go of the malhut so it's not just a hot air balloon it's a similar story of nadav in a view they want to sacrifice fire but it was a fire at that moment that came from heaven and they meant well but meaning to have a good intention it's a wonderful thing but the good intention has to be with the attention of above it cannot be because you meant well now it has to be well uh, Uza, you know holding the Sefer Torah before it's about to fall Aron Hashem you know the Ark of Hashem together with the Luchot inside was going to a war and uh, Uzzah was afraid that because of the the way that the wagon is going the Torah seemed about to fall so you want to save the Torah what a wonderful doing no even it's a noble doing Hashem punishing him why because the Torah was flowing above the ground by itself it didn't need the help of human and if you help it shows if the process of the creator does not exist if you work the land in seven years it's show as if the land will not elevate you to the next dimension so for that reason people who get stuck to work the 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 the, the land in the seven years are not benefit from it because they missing the level which is above the ground it's the same thing with the water balloon if you're climbing then climb don't miss what happened there because life is a cycle Shabbat same thing if you decide to already do the Shabbat keep the Shabbat in the 
fraction way, and you need to know on Shabbat you're receiving energy that cannot be received any other time. For that reason, you gotta let go of the work. You let, get, let go of the biruin, what we call sifting. You gotta let go of that. If you don't let go, you get stuck in malchut, you get stuck with your own little desire. So desire is a very important thing. Without desire, you don't have a personality. But if your desire is controlling you, I want to have this, I want to have this, I want to have this, I want to have pleasure, you can see beyond your pleasure. You can see beyond of what you want. You know, you're so busy with what you want that you missed all opportunity of riding that spiritual order balloon. And what do you do with the order balloon? What do you do in the old days? You release some sack of sand, weight, you forgive people, you let go of the land, you let go of everything, and then it's climb higher and higher. Now the question that you should ask yourself, do you want to climb or do you want to make the land better? What is your mission in life? What is your mission in life? You got to ask yourself that question in this weekend. Because this weekend we have Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai who can help us tremendously. Tonight, tonight, Yudchetiyah, what could be more powerful than that? Powerful. Just months ago it was Yudchet Nisan, the Ilula of Rabbi Yudat Zvibandan. Yudchetiyah, no. Chai, Yar, Chai, Chai, or Chai, what is it, Yar? If you count how many days happening from Chai, Yar, till Shavuot, Tov, Tov days, 17 days, amazing. What is it, what is it telling us? What, what, what is it trying to tell us? But tell us, what do you want to connect to? You want to be right? Be right. But whatever exists in your life in this moment, if you're fixing it, you're going to be a fixer for the rest of your life. There is time to fix. There is time to elevate. Shavuot, time of elevation. Shabbat, time of elevation. Shemitah, every seven years, it has a certain time of elevation. There is time of elevation. When the time of elevation, it's not the time of fixing. You have to know to define between the two. And if you don't, then you're stuck in the fixing. Some people try to fix the relationship as if they're going to fix it. Not all relationship can be fixed, guys. That's why there is in, in uh, Hebrew, in a Jewish religion, uh, divorce. Why is divorce such a big mitzvah? It's a mitzvah. It's give you a second chance or third chance. Go ahead and look for whatever you think can make you happy, but not from a point what you're going to get from a selfish point of view, from the point of elevation. If you feel you're elevated to the Torah and spirituality and your teacher tell you you are really elevate yourself, then Baruch Hashem, you're ready. But if it's just about me, me, me and myself, then keep fixing it. Keep fixing it because that's what you need to do. But if you're ready to elevate right on that order balloon, like tonight with Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, like the Shabbatot to come after that, like Shavuot, of course you elevate, but you gotta forget about the land. Like Shabbat, once Shabbat enter, you don't touch electronic, you don't touch your phone, you don't cut some paper, that's it, you're done. Why, why are you done? What's the reason that you're already done? Because during the week, as Dari Akadosh explained to us in Shara Mitzvot, during the week, you're doing the fixing. Six days of the week, those of you familiar with Kabbalah, six days corresponding to the six sefirot of Zeranpin. That's what needed to work in. But Shabbat, elevate. Shabbat elevate, like you're going into an elevator, 
and wherever you've been, that place that you've been, you are elevated. That's why you say, Lot Tehalilu it Yom HaShabbat. Don't make the Yom HaShabbat like the regular day. What do you do in the regular day? You do the fixing. What do you do in the Shabbat? You do elevation. What do you do in the seventh years in Eretz Israel? There's elevation. Don't touch the land. The land represents the whole idea of your desire. Let go of that for one year. You will meet the real level that you need to be because then you're part of the cycle. But some people who are cheap or think about what's going to happen, unfortunately get stuck in that, in that level of the land forever. And that's what we call a slave. But even those people after 50 years can be released. Yovel. So the one who missed the whole thing, in 50 years after that, they can be released if they choose to. So who is the slave? Somebody doesn't want to change. That's the definition of slave. What is free person? Person who understands that there is opportunity that Hashem wants to free the, the person, him, you, her, all of you. Freedom. What do you think would Bnei Israel get out of Egypt? They were free slaves. But in their mind, they weren't. How do we know that? Because the people who joined them, the mixed multitude, keep convincing them. We remember the fish, the zucchini, onion, we ate for free in Egypt. Look what they're dealing with. You're a slave, but you eat zucchini. You're a slave, but you eat fish. It's like a slave mentality versus freedom mentality. It's almost like somebody's going to the worst hotel ever and, and the best food is being served. So the person say, you know what, I'm suffering, but at least I have food for free. It doesn't work like this. To find opportunity in your life, you have to let go of your immediate need. If it's food, if it's sex, if it's comfort zone, if it's being right, for your ego or you're allowed to get angry and nobody will tell you anything. That's all low level. And that's called slavery. To climb to the next level, you must let go of what's familiar to you. So before I'm going, I'm going to read today a little bit Zohar, a little bit Arizal, a little bit Ismar Israel. So before that, let me do over the So, I'm going to start from Zohar Be'ar. In the Sulam is uh, verse Nun Bet. Verse Nun Bet. I think I read it to you a few times, but it's always good to hear it again and again and again. Rabbi Yehuda Patach. Ptach Be'ashem Ve'asetov Shechen Eretz Ve're'e Emuna. Le'olam yi adam zair ba'adonov Ve'dabek libo ben'oa emuna. The Zohar is teaching us a lesson here. What is the most important thing a person should do with God? Emuna, belief, belief or certainty or faith. Why, why, why we need to believe? So he will be complete with his master. When he's complete with his master, the great news about it, the benefit from it, no human can hurt that person. It seemed like contradicted to what Perkei Avot said. Perkei Avot said, don't serve your rabbi or your master for the benefit of something. Here it say, if you do that, if you have a muna, then no human can hurt you. That's understandable. 
בורא כמה מיורדון גימל. פתח בהשם ועשתו. Trust השם and do good. What is do good? אלא כך למדנו בתורות של המנהלי תורי מעשה העליונה. We need to remember, as רבה של אגסטינצ'י גס מני טיים, from awakening from below, we awakening things above. Everything is corresponding to our action. And everything from above, awakening things from below. וכבר העמידו ועשיתם אותם כביכול אתם תעשו אותם משום שבתורות שלכם כבר מתעורר למעלה. כן ועשה טוב טוב אין טוב אלא צדיק שהוא יסוד איזה רבי שכתוב אמרו צדיק כי טוב כיוון שאתם עושים זה ודאי טוב אז זה יתעורר למעלה השכן ארץ ואורי אמונה והכל אחד שארץ ואמונה שתיהם ממלכות. So when you do good things from below you're awakening things above and when it say you should dwell on land of emuna of faith it's the faith itself according to the Zohar here it's malchut it's our malchut it's desire let's understand mefaresh dvarav shchen eret zoi eret soliona shi malchut ki en lecha baolam mi shekol ishkonima ad shitorer oto tov shi uzod ezer apil alem how do you connect to malchut how do you connect to a desire we learn that every time you are Uh, kind of processing your soul into connect to your desire there is danger in it why there is danger because after the tzimtzum after the aspect that we decide not to receive because we are suffering from something called bread of shame and for that reason we no longer want to receive until we earn again that's what the soul say to the creator before creation The malchut, every time we activate it, the desire is danger. So we have to attach to it the sphira above. It's called yesod of zeranpin. More mercy. Because malchut alone by itself, the desire without mercy is full of judgment. So how do you connect to the desire, you have to basically create the desire in a holy way. Tell us the Zohar, you need to lead the Malchut. You need to lead your desire. Your desire cannot be the one that leading you. Because if you're desperate to want something, you're no longer in control of the Malchut. If you're not going to bring Yesod, Yesod means Zerampin, Zerampin means the Chazadim, aspect of sharing, aspect for the sake of giving, not for the sake of myself. It's almost like going to an oven that has fire on it. כי בלי יסוד היא מלאה דינים, כפשנה אש, ואם תקרב אליה תהיה בהירה, כמי שפחד מיונה עובד, כי אז היא אש דולק, צורף את העולם מלאבותיה. כיוון שבורא כנגד הטוב הזה, אשכן בתוכה, ואתה לא תירא ממנה ואז תגזר, אמר יעקב על דרכך. So he's telling us here, something very important, very important. If you connect to your desire, or to the land desire, on your own, and you're not adding any mercy, mercy means for the sake of sharing or mine nukvim you know for the sake what, what is 
what is coming out of me for the sake of others, then uh, unfortunately, uh, it's going to get stuck. It's going to burn you. Continue on Vav. You want to know who is the one who leading the desire? The people of the faith, of the emunah, the people of the belief, the people of certainty. They are the one who are controlling the desire. Because when you have a munah, then the malchut will do exactly of what you need and want. How do you become part of that group of the children of emunah, the children of faith, the children of belief? The one who wake up good, which is Yeshod. How do you do that? By them giving charity. Sounds like too easy. You just write a check and Malchut leave you alone. Give a tzedakah, Malchut leave you alone. Give gold, uh, uh, buy a shirt to your teacher. You know, hopefully he's wearing it when he's teaching, then you have schut. Or buying a sandwich to your teacher and then he eat it on Shabbat, then you have zahut. Things like this that be, you know, buying a cup of wine, which is using for mitzvah. Oh, that's very very big deal, or I don't know, things that using for mitzvot ma'asiyot, and uh, mitzvot of action, that's tzedakah too. Why? Why people who give tzedakah, the Zohar mentioned here, is the only one who can control malchut. Lama? Lama? And what about a poor man in the street? Is that the reason he's a slave and he can never control anything? Well, a poor man has to give one dollar, if he has ten. People who give know they're going to have more tomorrow. What is Yasod? Yasod is the foundation. So when a person gives taka, doesn't care about that he doesn't have enough. Let's say he has now uh, uh, 30 million. And he gives from the 30 million, 17 million. How much he has now? 13. So he should be worried. He should be worried. I had 30. Now I have 13. I have minus 17. That's a normal calculation. It's say, The people who really give, they don't worry what's going to have tomorrow because Kadosh Baruch Hu himself making sure that they will have money. And now we're going back to the question of the Shemitah. You might say, if I'm doing Shemitah, if I'm doing the seven years of I'm taking a break from the land, I'm going to eat. I will give you a blessing in the six years. And of course, that blessing, there's a question on that. Is that mean that the, the six years you're going to have more barley and wheat and spelt? Or the quality of the barley, wheat, and spelt will be so good that it keeps you satiated for three days. One sandwich, good for three days. So then it's good. So is it the quality or the quantity? Well, it depends on your level of emunah. So let the emunah. If your emunah is not so strong, Hashem will give you uh, a lot of quantity. But if your emunah is strong, Hashem will give you quality. That's how we see that most rich people don't have a good time because they're collecting quantity. They never collect quality. They say they do. They collect art, home, but they don't enjoy home. 
you ever go into the biggest home you ever been, there's no happiness there. Why there's no happiness there? Because people buying the external, but they didn't work on the internal yet. So the internal didn't catch up with what they bought externally. Hashem gave them a blessing to, to have money this lifetime, and then they bought all the external with that money, which is a blessing. But you have to catch up with the internal, like catch up. That's a lot of time. I hear people tell me, I moved from two bedroom into five bedroom, and my wife and me are no connection. Well, the premium is not there yet. If you build a big house and you make sure Torah that once a week, you know, study Torah, bring the rabbi to teach there and people are coming, then that house will be a blessing. But if you just bought a big house and there is no Torah there, not by you, because you can be ego. Your rabbi come, you invite them, you say, come teach in my house. I bring some people and do some mezonot with brachot. Then there is a chance that that house, pre-mute, will go up. Otherwise, it's just chitzoni. And then nothing can happen. You're going to live in a nice house. But it's not going to be benefit. So for me, we learn what is uh, 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 really, really the the tzedakah. So I don't want to go further with the Zohar, but I want to go into explaining again, like I promised, I'm going to explain the Shemitah from different angle. I'm jumping now into Ishmach Israel. Even the order I really want to go is actually... Dari. So you know what? I, I'm going to go to Dari. That's the way I feel more comfortable. So what is the idea of Shemitah? According to Dari. Shemitah. What is the whole idea of forbidden to do some work on the land? Forbidden to do some work on Shabbat? On Yom Tov? So simple. I'm reading from Ta'ameh Mitzvot, Parashat Be'ar, Amut Kuf Tzadik why we forbidden to do a certain work? There is a concept called Zayn Melachim, the Mitu Be'eretzadom. You maybe didn't see it, but in the Bible, in the Torah, they talk about the seven kings of the land of Edom, the Tai. Well, the Torah is written in many levels. So if you read it in the Pshat, it's about the seven kings that die. But if you read it in the Sod, those seven kings represent the original desire that was there, that was not supposed to be activated after Tzimtzum, but it was activated because it was too much desire. And then for that reason, those vessels broke and fell down to where we are. And our job as people is to elevate those pieces, pieces and fix it. And let's say, how the it. It's our mission. So to fix all those pieces. How do we do it? To the pray, to the mitzvot, to the good action. Like tzedakah would be good action. To those seven kings. And through that we give them life. It's almost like we're building a puzzle. All those thousands of years we're building pieces of the puzzles. You may not know how much you're fixing. Even if you think you don't fix a lot, you fix a lot. How long is that going to take? Until the Messiah will come. When the Messiah will come, he's fixing the last piece. What is those pieces? Where are they? They're captured by the dark side called the Klippa. The Klippa doesn't have a real value. But it's have a value while it's capturing it. What's the value of uh, banana peel? Lot of value, 
if you get the banana without the pill, uh, melt the animal will eat it. So the pill is actually oger. Uh, it's 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 contain the banana with it, and that's how it's protecting it. So until we not fixing those pieces of light that fell to the land, fell to our universe, uh, those people are still captured by the by the klipa, by the pill. Klipa means pill to pill something, the caliph. So, so what happened when everything elevated? What happened with those klipot? It becomes sigim. Sigim meaning like a leftover of when you melt silver or gold. And then we're going to live forever. This is only to our pray and action and mitzvot that we're doing. Same thing you have doing the week. Doing the week, six days of the week. What do you do six days of the week? You are sifting all the pieces of the week. By going to work, let's say if you, those of you working, and I hope you do, working is part of the Torah, it's a mitzvah. So when you go to work, you mevarer, you are sifting those pieces that you are doing. You know, every person in the work, a farmer do mitzvot to working, a businessman uh, paying salary to the people who work for them. So you have the mitzvah of the Torah, you have to pay him every week. Okay, or whatever deal that you made with them. So every time melacha, one of the things you have to fix things by action. And uh, what if God will create the world to be perfection, that from the land the bread will come out of a rose bush? Can you imagine? You're instead of rose bush, you have a loaf of bread fresh, and you just take it. Uh, it doesn't work this way. We need to work the land, we need to plant the seed, and then we have to sifting, then we go to the fire and we're baking. A lot of work involved uh, with, with, with all of that, say, Dariza. And because we have seven kings that, what we call seven pieces of those vessels that fell down, and the clipot are capturing them, we need to remove by tefillah, by mitzvot and ma'asim tovim, all of those things and elevators. Okay? And he continue. So for that reason, every time you go to study, you go to work, it's a mitzvah. And if you meditate that that's fixing things from below uh, uh, to above. Of course, there is a big difference between fixing by planting the seed and working the land than fixing by eating. Because when you're eating, it's going into your blood. And then you, you're fixing it. For that reason, when you say melacha, work, is gimatria kel Adonai. I hope my team will put it for you so you can see it. Gimatria kel Adonai, which we know kel is mercy, and Adonai usually is judgment, because you melacha, you work hard. You talk to your people, you have conversation, all of it is part of your melacha. You meditate kel and Adonai, which is olamasia, which you fix in the world of action. Uh, but when you eat, it's a little bit more elevated. You fix it the work of formation. And that's why Ochel, or Ochel, is Gimatria what? Kel Avaya. Kel Mercy. Avaya is also Mercy, or center column. And he said, we're not going to go into it uh, uh, that much. I'm, I'm skipping because it's a long section that might take me a few hours, but I want to make sure that I'm uh, making sure that I'm explaining to you everything about Shvita. So we explained how Shemitah is related to Shabbat, 
because Shemitah is the seven days and Shabbat comfort Sheva, seven days of the week. So the whole idea of elevation of Shabbat, six days you work the land, I mean, you work whatever job you have in the seven days, it's a mini level of Shemitah. In the Shemitah, it's six years you work the land. What's the idea of six? We know in Zeranpin we have Chesed, Gurat, Tiferet, Letzachot, yes, so six. Those are the six things that you work. That's why it says whoever, whoever didn't work hard doing the sixth day of the week cannot really enjoy Shabbat. If you didn't attach every action of what you did during the week of the day, when Shabbat is coming, which is the manifestation of everything, you cannot get the whole thing. Whoever, same thing with Shemitah. What did you do in the six years? Six years you're elevating, you're sifting all those melachim. But Hashem said to you, on the seventh days, I'm going to do it for you. You don't have to do it. I'm to do all the sifting. So for me, we learned the, the purpose of work and having a business and all this and that is basically the interaction. The money that you get is not the main reason of working. The main reason is the spiritual. And that's why you see some people who make a lot of money and still miserable because they don't understand the main reason of why they work. I hope they will listen to this lecture if they will understand it or need question. I'm here. Anyway, Hashem. So, I'm skipping again. So, everything that you work the land, when you work the land, is when you elevate spark of light that fell to the ground back to the Creator. Okay, that's, that's all in him. So what is the idea that God didn't create bread and rogalach uh, coming out of the trees? Because through the human being, we become a conduit of the creation. God is the creator. We are the nivra, we the emanated, and using us to create a new world, which is the greatest gift. That's what Hashem is giving us. So by us, Planting the seed, when you plant the seed, those of you who work as a farmer before, you don't see what's going to happen. You have hope. It's almost like pregnancy. The seed is going to the betana adama, the stomach of the land, which called the land itself. Then you cover it with dirt, those of you who plant seed before. So the zriya is like pregnancy. The katsir, when you harvest everything, is kmon leda, say darizal. Kem neshamot. So those shamot is like coming to that body, that 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 body, and uh, uh, we need we need to do what we need to do doing that seventh year. So we make sure that in the seventh year we're able to elevate ourselves and everything around us to the right level. That's the idea of Shemitah, according to the Arizal. But the uniqueness about what the Arizal said, that when you go to work, you're in the middle of mitzvah, but some people don't even know that, that work in places, your mitzvah. You know, going home is a mitzvah. Eating is a mitzvah. It's all day long you're doing mitzvah. But you have to attach it that I'm elevating another piece of the melachim, of a dome that fell into the... Uh, dark side. 
That's Zohar, that's Ari. Now I'm gonna give an aspect of Hasidut from Ismach Israel on the same Pasuk again. That's what I love about it. You know, because everybody bring the Torah from Gan Eden. If you think it was Tzadikim brought the Torah from Olam Hazeh, you're wrong. They didn't. Because Olam Hazeh is like we work in the land in the seven year of Shalom. It's like we don't keep Shabbat. The Tzadikim, because they release, what is Tzadik? Tzadik Yesod Olam, Katov. It's Yesod. It's no Malchut. So if it's Yesod, where is he? He's always there. And what he does, he bring like water, mine Duchrin, to the land. So new thing will grow up. I hope you understand. Anyway, Ismach Israel bring exactly the Zohar and Dari together. And I found it fascinating. You know, sometimes when I prepare lectures, there is options of books are endless. Uh, I was benefit from wonderful uh, friends of mine and students by Michael, uh, who always make sure that I have all the books that I need, which is, uh, nothing can be more important for a teacher to have books, as many books as possible. So when I'm looking around for books, you know, before I back lecture, you know, the books has to kind of talk to me. Not I'm talking to them, who am I? And when Ismach said, me, Ari said me, Zohar said me, put it together, you wouldn't believe how powerful it is. So people think I prepared the lecture for my wisdom. I'm not as wise as you think I am. But I hope to call myself a believer and by believing the book, talk to me and tell me we want you to teach from here. So it's say like this. כאשר נותן אדם את ליבו, באמת במעמקי ליבו. This is based on uh, what Ismach Israel was inspired by the Baal Shem באחד משלוש אלה הזמנים, כאשר יגיע לשישים שנה, when a person becomes 60 years old, שהוא מרומז לשנה השישית. Ismach Israel wants us to know that there is a cycle. There is a cycle of six and seven, and it's appear everywhere. It's appear in a weeks, which is six days in Shabbat. It's appear in the years, which is six days you work the land, and seven you, you take a break. And it's also with your age. With your age until 60, you're fixing the Eranpin. After 60, you start fixing the Balchut. או שגן אסס סדבבר באריזל, או שיגיע במאה הספירה לשבוע השישית, אמרו אז ליסוד. So or if you're counting the Omer and you are now in the sixth uh, week, which is יסוד, אוקיי? וישים את ליבו לשאול מה נאכל בשנה השביעית. And now you wonder what I'm going to eat in the seventh year, like it's written in this week פרשה. או בשבת קודש. איך נרגיש כשאתה מגדול דואר ערבות מתיקות. או How can I feel the joy of Shabbat? If I didn't plant the seed and I didn't take care of the land, how am I going to harvest? Or when you become 60 years old, at this point, you have to worry about the day of judgment when a person dies. 
מצוות ומעשים טובים בעולם הזה. If a person didn't do no מצוות, no מעשים טובים, no good doing, no good תפילות, בעולם הזה, how are you gonna go up to heaven like this? או מביאים לשבוע השישית, הוא אמר ליסוד, נותן לליבו להרגיע, איך נגיע שתקבל עליו בשבוע הבא עלינו עול מלכות ואחר כך עול תורה באשר לא הכין ליבו בכל מיני הספירה שעברו. Or when you get into the sixth week and you look at yourself, how did you do in the ספירת העומר? Not so great, what are you going to do? ועל כן מרומז התשובה והבטחה מהבורא ברוך הוא. המקבל שווים שאם יאמר כן, באמת אמר אוקיי עליו. You need to know that God give us the biggest gift after Shabbat is תשובה. If a person really sorry that he missed the opportunity of doing what he meant to be doing, but be for real, not because he makes some face and everybody now, wow, the tzaddik. You know if you're for real. ואז ציוויתי את ברכתי בשנה השישית. Look how beautiful is Mach Israel taken. That's what's chassidut or Kabbalah is all about. כי תאמרו מה נאכל בשנה השביעית. Is Mach Israel taken to another level. He say, let's say, if you didn't work on yourself for 60 years, if you didn't work on yourself in all the five weeks of Sfirat HaOmer, and now come the sixth week, if you didn't work on yourself in the first six years of the land, and now the seventh year is coming. I didn't do enough spirituality. Hashem answered, I want to make sure I give you the bracha, in the sixth year, או in the sixth week, או in the sixth day. היינו שהקדוש ברוך הוא מבטיח להיות לעזר או לסעד שנזכה לתשובה שלמה. What is that mean Hashem will help you? It's not talking about the land, it doesn't talk about the food. It's talking about our spiritual journey. In our spiritual journey, a lot of time we fall. We get stuck. It's not working. I'm trying to do tshuva and then I'm falling again and then I'm not trying to do tshuva and then I'm ashamed and then I'm doing tshuva again and this cycle keeps going. מה לעשות? מה נאכל בשנה השביעית? How I'm going to eat in the seventh year if I didn't do nothing? Hashem promise you, if you are sorry and you start now, don't be busy what happened. Now, today you start. Hashem said, if you're really sorry for what you did wrong, if you're really struggling, and you are really worried, worry, I'm going to do tshuva shlema. I want to do tshuva shlema, Hashem. I want. I'm not that strong. I keep falling. I fall 19 times, and I woke up 25 times. Great. Hashem will make sure you're going to be tshuva shlema. You're going to tshuva me'ahava. All the worst thing you did will become zachuyot. Like it's in Yoma, Peivav Amud Aleph, Masechet Yoma and Talmud. 
And also it's written in Agdama Lazoar, Laila Dekala, and whoever gets closer to the age 60 need to know when you start doing tshuva there you can fix the amida aliyah yerida it's three chapter of your 60 years and who is in the world to do the Shabbat Gere to Kanesh Toshami Becharisha Whoever is worried that he didn't do good Svirat Omer, or he didn't do six day of the week, or he didn't do something, start now. Start now. Start now in the Ilula of Rabbi Shimon Barrio High. Start. Start to do Shuvah now. Start. And then it promises you in the Shavuot. And this is the three time. What is the Ismar Israel has revealed to us? He gave us the hope of Tshuva. He gave us the power of Tshuva to understand who we are and what we can do. There is no such a thing about, it doesn't mention that you leave the six, here you work the land, the seven, he talk about working on yourself. You have a chance to work on yourself, do it. Now you're not always going to get to perfection, but so what? You did. You try. You make an effort. You fell, and you go ahead again, and you start all over again. Rabbi Nachman Berestev said, "If you believe you destroyed, you should believe you can fix it." None things Rabbi Nachman Berestev said. A lot of time, the yetzer, the evil inclination, convinces us that because we did something so bad, there is no chance we can fix things. That's not your business. Perkei Avot said, not up to you to finish the job, but you're also not free not to do it at all. Mm-hmm.